Welcome to Rick Radio Community News Desk, episode 37. I'm Mick Handley. Later in the programme, we talk with Derek Murphy of the Active Retirement Group. But first, joining me today is uh, Paula Lawler, who is the CEO of Suicide or Survive uh, Charity. Paula, you're very welcome uh, to the podcast and um, good to have you in the studio. Uh, of course, Suicide Survive uh, will be putting on, uh, well, they'll be the fundraiser of uh, Lee Murphy singing Elvis, singing uh, Frank Sinatra, and I think Dean Martin as well. And uh, that, of course, uh, is put on by Billy O'Rourke, who fundraises for uh, Suicide or, or Survive. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Okay. But first of all, tell us about the charity. Tell us about Suicide or Survive, where it all came about. Okay, so Suicide or Survive was set up in 2003 by an amazing lady called Caroline McGuigan, who... Um, went through her own struggles with her mental health and really struggled a lot with anxiety and depression um, in her 20s, which culminated in a very serious suicide attempt. Um, And uh, she would say that there were a lot of things that maybe got in her way of getting the help that she needed right the way along. Um, And stigma was one of those. Um, And as she started to recover, um, and she had a long recovery journey, but as she started to recover, she started to think about what was missing for her. What... Uh, you know, what what services, what supports were missing for her along her journey that might have meant that she might have taken a different route. And she spoke to lots of other people um, who'd been in similar circumstances to her, did a lot of research and um, started the organisation with the Eden programme, which is still our flagship programme. And that is something that she felt that if it had been there for her, she might have made different decisions or it might have led to her having a different route um, uh, in terms of that suicidality and, and acting on her suicidal thoughts. And um, what is the Eden programme? OK, so Eden is um, a programme for people who have either attempted suicide or are having thoughts of suicide. And it runs one morning a week for 26 weeks. Um, it's a, an educational program with a therapeutic element. So it's not a group therapy. Um, we take 16 people on each program and uh, they come once a week. And we look at the whole idea of the program is to give people a safe space where they can actually talk about what's going on for them um, and learn skills to manage their mental health, to monitor it, to make sure they know what's happening, to manage their mental health, to build a broad range of supports to meet their needs, because we know that no one support is enough for anybody. Um, and the the ultimate aim is to help people to move away from suicide as an option of choice in times of crisis. And uh, as you said, that's one of the many programmes you, you have as well. Before we go into some of the other programmes, yeah. so I'd just like to talk a little bit about yourself because okay. uh, you're the, uh, recently uh, appointed the CEO of uh, Suicide and Survive, but you've been involved with, with the charity for many, many years. I have in from... Uh, yeah, I, I got involved, I think, first in about 2007. Uh, a good friend of mine, a man called Mick Coughlin, who I used to work with, um, I was working freelance at the time, and he came to me and said, look, I have this friend who is trying to set up this charity. She uh, is looking for somebody to help her get her ideas down on paper so that she can apply for funding. 
so uh, would you meet her and have a chat? I was I had worked as a psychologist with the rehab group and in program development and stuff like that, and I that's where I had I knew him from. Um, so I said, yeah, sure, I'll meet anybody. Met her for a cup of coffee in uh, Sandy Bent one day, and um, just was inspired by her and her story and what she was planning to do. This idea for this Eden program, it just really struck me, because um, I'd worked with people with a lot of mental health difficulties over many, many, many years, and I trained as a therapist myself. Um, and uh, so I helped her get her ideas on paper, helped her apply for her first kind of piece of external funding because she funded a lot of this herself in the very beginning Um, and uh, she got the funding and then over the years she came back to me looking for a few other bits and pieces and you know when you join the SOS family you don't really leave (laughs) Um, so I would have done evaluations of the Eden programme and then came on board to coordinate the Eden programme in 2010. So I've been, Eden is very close to my heart. I've been very involved in it since then. And then over the years, I started to look at the governance for the organisation and helping to write the policies and procedures and formalise stuff that Caroline carried in her head and became the national programme manager for a number of years. Uh, Stepped back out again in 2019 and... to pursue my, my, my private psychotherapy practice and some other bits and pieces I was doing. And uh, then, but I still continued to facilitate on all of the SOS programs. I would have developed some of the programs and um, then uh, came back in as CEO this year. So, um, yeah, as I said, it's an organisation that's very close to my heart. I really believe that it makes a massive difference to people's lives. So that's that's why that's where I come from and why I do what I do. The passion, as they say, you can hear in your voice there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. with it. And uh, of course, a tough role. But when 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 we think about it, like 2003, it's only 20 years ago. And 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 as well as that, like the organisation was in in kind of a startup and then trying to progress. And I suppose. That's your role now, probably, is to drag it that, bring it, bring it down the line even even further. We're going to talk about the fundraiser, all right, but fundraising itself for mental health charities is it difficult? It is difficult. We are very lucky in that we get about forty percent of our funding through the National Office for Suicide Prevention. They're amazing, um, and then the rest we fundraise ourselves. So we have amazing people like Billy who. Uh, come to us and say I want to raise money for you a lot of people do it because they have personal some personal reason for doing it and a lot of people just like the idea of what they we do they come on our workshops they get the benefit from it and they uh, they run we run fundraising events ourselves we did an abseil off Croke Park there Friday before last um, which was an amazing uh, experience and um, we uh, so fundraising is always a challenge for us we also mm. run some corporate wellness programs which brings in some income which also obviously helps us to keep the charity going but it's a it's a continual challenge and it's always going to be a continual challenge you know yeah, to bring in the, money. the money yeah uh, just wondering as well Paula is is it a free service for people uh, some of our our services are free, so our wellness workshop is free. Um, some of our uh, services, we have a kind of a nominal charge for. And uh, for Eden, for example, we ask people to make a contribution every week, but that's decided, agreed with each individual based on their means. And the idea behind that, and this was something that Caroline felt very strongly about, is that it's an investment in your mental health. So that yeah. when people finish the programme, they don't owe us anything. Do you know? Um, they, they've owned their own mental health. 
they've made an investment in their own mental health. And that makes a difference to people. Do you know? And, and part of it is about pride as well as everything else. But also being able to say, no, actually, I, I took the time out. I invested in my mental health and I made a financial contribution. So and that pays it forward for somebody else. Do you know, it adds to, to the funds. So for our RAP program and our supporters program, we also have a small fee. But again, anybody who comes to us who has financial difficulties or who can't afford to pay the fee, uh, Sure, we, we'll always willing to negotiate, to chat, to talk, to waive the fee if that's what we need to do. Because we don't believe that uh, mental health should be the preserve of the wealthy. That everybody is entitled Absolutely, to go mental yeah. health. Yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone can it can affect everybody. Uh, well, it's anybody, <clears throat> and that's what we say <clears throat> on all of our programs. It's not those people over there. It's you and me and everybody. And it could be me tomorrow morning. You know, it could be you the following week. Nobody knows. We don't no. know what our life is going to bring. That's true. You mentioned the, uh, a couple of the programs there. You have the workplace wellness, the Eden program. You said the rap program, supporters program, uh, a wellness workshop as well. And then you do, you're still doing online programs, are you? We are. We have some online programs. COVID kind of made us pivot, and we mm. had to look at putting everything online because all of our programs are group programs. Um, so. Uh, that was a challenge and um, we had to pivot very quickly but the team in the office are amazing and our team of facilitators are incredible people um, and we moved everything to online so we also do some online um, uh, webinars we do a webinar every week on a topic to do with mental health um, and that's free for anybody to attend anybody can, you can find it there's lots of different topics um, we have uh, We've a range of different uh, speakers who come and speak on those we- those webinars. They're between 40 and 45 minutes. Um, and as I said, they're free for anybody. And if you sign up and you can't attend, we'd send people a recording of it afterwards. And it's Brilliant. really yeah. just to support people to look after their mental health. It was hugely popular during COVID. Yeah. T- talk to me a little bit about COVID. How, how difficult was it, you know, from, I suppose, an administration point, as you said there, that you had to get everything online, but also from the people who you're you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I mean, one of our biggest challenges was putting Eden online (laughs) because you've got a group of 16 people, all of whom are really, really struggling. And we actually had started those programmes. We didn't want to leave those people, obviously, hanging without a programme because they've been waiting for a programme, they'd started the programmes. And so we had to look at how are we going to put that online and how are we going to put it online while protecting people's confidentiality? Um, so we moved it to a kind of a webinar based program and actually it proved to be really successful so we run Eden ourselves in Dublin but the HSE licensed it from us and run it with our support in Galway Mayo and Roscommon so there was four programs ongoing when we had to Switch. Yeah, yeah, and obviously yeah. our partners in the HSE were hugely helpful to us in that and we worked really well together to find a new model for Eden Yeah, and all obviously we couldn't run our wellness workshops because that's 50 people in a room that's why we started running the webinars. Um, we run it, We started running our RAP program online and our supporters program online. And actually, the supporters program is one that uh, people seem to prefer to do online. Um, and again, a lot of that's around people's freedom to travel because the supporters program is for people who are supporting somebody in their lives who's struggling with their mental yeah, health. Yeah. So family members, friends, neighbours, work colleagues who are supporting somebody. And very often, you know, it's difficult for people to travel. 
because maybe they, they need to be there to support that person who's struggling with their mental health. Um, and also there's the confidentiality piece. There's their own, but also the yeah. confidentiality of the person they're supporting. You could end up in a room with the, you know, somebody you know who knows someone, that person yeah, yeah. or, do you know, so yeah. um, I think that translated really well to online and people seem to really like to do it in that and, way. And with that in mind, is the stigma still there? Because that's what it comes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think we've gone a long way. And I think actually COVID got us talking about mental health more and focused a lot of attention on mental health. But yeah, of course, there's still stigma. And we sometimes think a stigma is something that exists out there in society, you know, that's imposed upon us, which of course it is. Um, but we also have our own internal stigma. Do you know, I know myself, uh, there was a time in my life when I was really struggling with my mental health. And I was a psychologist working with people with their mental health, held no stigma around anybody else, around their mental health. Yeah. But when it came to me and having to say, this is me and I'm struggling and I need a bit of help, I found that really hard. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, yeah. So, and you don't even realise that it's there inside you unless, until it's yeah. you. So I think the more we can talk about mental health, the more open we can be about it, the less stigma there is. Because we know that stigma stops people from reaching out for help when they need it. So we really need to start doing something, doing more to break down that stigma. That's why we run our wellness workshop with 50 people in a room in communities all over Ireland. Because um, you you're in there with your friends, your neighbours, your whoever, and uh, and you're chatting about mental health for a whole day. Now, we have a great bit of L crack on them as well. As well so yeah, we yeah. do mental health with a light touch. <coughs> um, we yeah. give people a nice lunch. There's loads of colour and uh, we have a great bit of fun. Um, and our workplace well, because we know the workplace is a place where there's a huge amount of stigma mm. still it's very yeah. hard to say i'm struggling in the workplace and i think a lot of employers are really coming on board and saying that we we know that our staff are struggling and particularly now and we need to do something we need to we need to actually up our game and do something to create a space where it's okay for people to talk about mental health at work and to say i'm struggling and they're not thought any less of and they're not passed over for a promotion or whatever it is Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and lucky enough, there is charities like yourselves there doing this work uh, at the moment and uh, you're hoping to progress that uh, in the future as well. Also, um, if you want to help Suicide Survive, you have three ways, I think, of, of doing that, either by donation, fundraiser, uh, event or to volunteer as well is that still available for people yeah yeah i mean we again we don't uh, have volunteers running our services because we are dealing with mental health so they're all professional facilitators and um, but we are we very often will look for volunteers to help us out with fundraisers to help us out we um have these lovely little gifts that we give people when they come in our workshops called Little Life's Little Emergency Kits. They're a fantastic little thing. It was designed for us by a lady who did our Eden programme. Um, so we sometimes need volunteers to help us put those together. Yeah, um, when yeah. anybody comes on a workshop, they get a folder with a whole load of stuff in it, our wellness workbook and lots of information about other supports because we try as much as possible to do everything we do in collaboration. Um, so uh, we need people sometimes to help us put those together. So there's loads of bits and pieces that like that, that, that really actually make a difference. Because for us, one of the things that's really important is that all of our services are delivered to the highest quality and that we provide the highest quality environment for people. Because often mental health services are kind of tucked away somewhere in the in a back room somewhere and maybe uh, a place that traditionally hasn't been very well looked after. So we 
uh, we try and give as high quality environments for our programs as possible so people feel respected when they walk in um, and there's no judgment you know we accept people as they are when they come but that that we make sure that they're well looked after when they're on any of our programs sounds good with all the gifts and the food and <laughs> the socials and that as well which is important as you say it's, 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 it's important, important. Yeah, uh, well that respect because very often when we are struggling with our mental health mental health is messy do you know um, and we can feel like a bit of a mess when we're struggling with our mental health. So, um, and sometimes we lose that sense of self or that respect for ourselves, even. We can get very down on ourselves. So to have that shown to you by somebody else really, I think, can make a difference. Um, and people tell us. People always comment on that and tell us that that makes a difference to them. Absolutely. Well, for anyone that's struggling at the moment, uh, Paula, or even not and just wants to have a chat, um, I, I presume your website is the best place to go, is it? Yeah, I mean, we don't provide a helpline service, yeah. but we can signpost people to other services. So um, we would always say to people, have the Samaritans number in your phone on the tip of your tongue, 116123PA to have a helpline for anybody who is experiencing suicidal thoughts. And that's 1-800-247-247. The HSC's yourmentalhealth.ie is an amazing uh, website that get, lists a range of supports by geographical area uh, nationwide but if you're interested in one of our programs our Eden program we're recruiting for Eden at the moment we're going to be running it in the Carmelite Centre in Angel Street um, and anybody who is interested in Eden or thinks it might be of benefit to them uh, they can email us on eden at suicidersurvive.ie or they can give us a buzz on 0122722158 and, um, and we're happy to take a call um, and or if they want to just send us an email, we'll call them back. Um, if you don't, because it can be difficult for people to make a decision to apply for a program like that. True, so yeah. um, so we're always happy to chat to anybody. Mm. So and our website lists all of our programs. So we've wellness workshops coming up all over the place. Um, we have uh, wrap programs ongoing and supporters programs ongoing. Um, now coming up to Christmas, we have a very busy kind of end of year because we didn't bring our wellness workshops back online until the second half of the year because again because of COVID restrictions so we have a whole load of them going on all over the country and of course with the situation we're in at the moment you know there's a crisis out there money crisis Um, uh, Christmas as well coming up I I saw something early this morning about uh, on a program about Christmas and and people's anxiety I suppose you know coming up to it wondering how they're going to afford it uh, and that's so I'd say that's quite a, a difficult time for people. It is, and we know that people struggle more in financial downturn, you know, because money is one of the things that makes a massive difference to us. It's whether we have a roof over our head, we can feed our children. Do you know, people mm. are very anxious about that um, at the moment. And then we have a whole load of people who've come here, do you know, from the Ukraine who are displaced, who are leaving behind family, friends, people that they love, who, do you know, ha- and it's hugely difficult to to be uh, displaced like that and we've people from all countries all over the world we know there are huge difficulties all over the world so and those people are coming here to ireland as well and have their own mental health needs so um so i think yeah we're facing into some big challenges in terms of mental health um, and it's really important as was the message we always say to people is don't wait don't wait until you're struggling uh, look after your mental health when you're well it makes it easy i always think it's kind of like pushing a car do you know i don't know if you ever pushed a car I have, yeah. yeah the, the hardest part of pushing the car is getting it moved. People don't push cars anymore. You don't see people push cars anymore. The hardest part is getting it moving. 
Do you know? Once you have it moving, it's easier to keep it going. Yeah. And then yeah. if you're pushing it down a road with a speed bump in it, it's easier to get over the bump if you're already moving. So we always say to people, it's like that with your mental health. Do you know, if you're looking after it when you're well, it's when life throws challenges at you, it's much easier to keep that going. Do you know? So we would encourage everybody, don't wait until you're struggling. Do something now. There's very simple things we can all do to look after our mental health. And that's what we teach in our wellness workshops. Great advice. Now, for the charity to keep going, as I say, uh, fundraising is very important. And uh, we spoke earlier about uh, uh, Billy O'Rourke, who does a lot of your fundraiser uh, events for you. Tell us a little bit about Billy. and, and uh, Yeah, Billy came to us and he uh, started running this greatest show for mental health. Um, contacted us and said he wanted to raise uh, funds for us. Um, and he, his motto is, I do what I do because I care. Um, and he's, he's a man who's very quiet and in the background but puts on these amazing gigs and it's all about people raising money for mental health and having fun do you know and having fun is great for your mental health we know that having a bit of a laugh bit of a dance bit of a listen to the music is great for the mental health so um, and Billy's raised uh, he started fundraising for us in late 2021 so he's been with, with us a long time and uh, he runs uh, Elvis gigs and 80s nights and George Michael and all of that kind of the type of music I love yeah uh, grew up in the 80s so that was that's uh, something very dear to my heart and uh, he has a great following he runs these gigs in all over the place in South Dublin and he's running one here that's what I say we're lucky to have uh, Liam Murphy coming uh, to sing Elvis and also Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra on the 26th of uh, November that should uh, be a great so that should be a great night, night. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. and he's raised um, almost 11,000 for Suicide Survive since he started fundraising first that's massive for us do you know any even one euro raised by somebody makes a difference to us um, and yeah. so he, Billy is a huge supporter of ours and really fantastic so I'd encourage anybody who's listening come along to the game yeah it's, sar- it's a Saturday night as well uh, doors are open at half eight and it's just 12 euro I know 12 euro at the moment could be different for some people it, it, it's it's not a huge amount as entertainment goes not as a, for a great night yeah yeah great night's entertainment and that the money is going to uh, to support people with their mental health to support our organisation to bring our programmes to more people and I think Billy has another couple of gigs organised before Christmas um, he has another one on the 11th of December and then a Christmas show uh, that has yet to be confirmed but um, yeah he does amazing amazing fundraising for us but as I said he's he's very much in the background he organises the gigs he puts on a great night so yeah it should be good well we're hoping everyone uh, comes here to <coughs> Rings at Town Community Centre I'm hoping to be here myself you'll be here Paula yeah for that yeah. Uh, 26th November doors at uh, 8.30 and it's twelve euro for the tickets. Uh, for to get tickets, where do people you go can, to? You can contact Billy. Yeah. So if you follow Billy on his um, Greatest Show events, um, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, um, and he has all the details there. Lovely stuff, <laughs> Paula. Thanks a lot for coming in today to tell us about the the gig that we're running here. That's on here, I should say. Uh, but also, more importantly, to tell us all about suicide or surviving. We wish you all the best for the future. Thanks so much for giving us the opportunity. It's it's really important for us to to do things like this so that we get the word out to people because sometimes it can be hard to reach people who maybe need our services. So we really appreciate you giving us this opportunity. Thanks a million. You're listening to the Community News Desk on Rick Radio. Earlier this week, Davy Fay 
caught up with Derek Murphy from the Active Retirement Group. So Derek, can you tell us a bit about the Active Age Group for anybody who doesn't know about what, what yeah. it's about? We're in the Active Retirement Association of Ireland, actually, and we're different members of them. And then we do our own bit of business down here in Ringsend, Irish Town. And we do have everything. We have the ladies' group. They're in on a Tuesday afternoon. And they do their own little thing, maybe like they have their um, keep fit. And then they do a cup of tea and they have their chat and they go on with their own side of it. And then we have our outings as well then. We have a group then, a committee, that we do outings for maybe like lunches, evenings out to a hotel for meals. Very good. We do Christmas and we do all other things as well on it. We have parties in it for whatever the occasion may be. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we have all that. And uh, as well as that, then they, there are two sections in it, and I'm trying to get the ladies to work on their own, like to do what they want. Let me know, because I'm the chair. Right. But I have now them, four of them off for a committee. That's the ladies' committee. And I have four of the men, and the men down play snooker and bowls. And the ladies play bowls as well, by the way. So would, you, it, yeah. so would you have a, would you have a joint committee for the whole active group or have you got a split in, in oh, we have a committee for the active group but we like <coughs> excuse me <coughs> we have a group and we have they have their own but we have the women four women on the committee and four men on the committee right so we have a balance and I'm the chair okay so then we do if they want something they just come to the committee meeting, we call a committee meeting and we bring it through then and we sort it out for them. Right. But they do their own thing regarding going for outings, going for dinners or anything else. But they'll invite us to go if we want and vice versa. Okay. And then we have, of course, the parties at Christmas time and the party for whatever occasion. So it'll be, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a busy time for you. It's coming up towards Christmas and that with the yeah, stuff going on. How many members... Like roughly, would you have in the in the the actual uh, group? In the whole group. In the whole group. We have around about forty. We were nearly forty people. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. We're rather losing a couple of people. We lost, of course, with this bloody COVID. We lost five men. Big drop. Oh my god. We've only got five left. And we're looking for men. And both, sorry, by the way, thanks very much to the community centre here for putting us on the radio the last time. We got very two welcome. men and two women. So hopefully this time again, we get anything, even one or two or three or two, a dozen, it'll be great. Well, we'll do that after the interview. We'll give a link towards, uh, you can get in contact with Derek or the group where if people are interested, which it's a, it's a, it's a great service and there's great activities that go on it that you can join. Um, we're so, in the CYMS. We're in there every Tuesday afternoon. We'll be there on Wednesday afternoon, Thursday afternoon. That's most of the week. The ladies will be keeping fit in the back room on Tuesday afternoon, we'll be out playing snooker in the front. There's two snooker tables there, two lovely snooker tables. And we've only got one in order, so if there's any men looking for the joke to come in, they're welcome, and women, by the way, to come in. Welcome to come in, and they don't have to pay or join for a month. We give them a month's thing to see how they get on and would they like it or they don't like it. So, so we don't do any collection of them for membership or anything else for a month. That's brilliant. So they can look into it then and feel 
happy. If it's if it's for them away. or if not, I'll yeah. Walk away. So what activities like apart from the like obviously you have the snooker tables in there, um, Derek, and you've mentioned the the the, the keep fit classes with the with the women. Yeah. Um, you were saying something about before we came on air. It was a bowling or bowls. Yeah, we have mats we put down for indoor bowling. Right. Now, the indoor bowling goes up <clears throat> goes over the whole of Dublin. <clears throat> And by the way, I'm the bloody committee of that. I'm the chair of the committee of that. <laughs> like me, I walk into everything, but no matter. And this, the bowls, when we bowl in the leagues you now, you'd be bowling any teams away from the west. Of, John Sankalini is the, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the most south or southwesterly, or southeasterly rather. And then we have Wells Town, west. We have Grey. Um, uh, Harry Smith up in Green Hills. Okay. That's another one. And then we have Port Marnick workers as well in the clubs. So you get bowls all around the area. Yeah, yeah. Coming, coming to coming in. To, in yeah. So you're away, you're, and away. So you have, he's got a league. He's in a league. Yep. Okay. An afternoon bowling league. Brilliant. That's, that's fantastic. I'm the chair of that as well. But I'm trying to get off them, but. <clears throat> I was sitting any more chairs, BJ's would be buried by the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So, what? Who? How was the funding coming, um, Derek? Where is the? Where? Where do you get funded from? Who? Who was the funding? We we charge every time we go in. We just put in three euro each for to play bowls or to play. Yeah, subs sugar. basically. <clears throat> subs, <clears throat> and we get a grant then as well. We go put in for grants from Dublin City Council. And we get quite a lot from Dublin City Council because they're also sponsorless with a lot of groups. Uh, our secretary put in for it and we can get music, bands and everything else from Dublin City Council. We have to give them about two weeks notice. They'll come back to us within two weeks to let us know yes or no. And then we can have whatever we want or whatever they can supply for our parties. Okay, that's brilliant. And even if we have parties, like for instance, now the last time we had a party here, we had uh, the, um, the two guys that came down. We had them got from Dublin City Council, and it doesn't cost a shilling, nothing. So I was just telling a lot of clubs that I, I meet they should be looking for Dublin City Council because it's there for the taking. Yeah, yeah, the funding is there. So people just would need, yeah. need to know, be aware that it is there, you know. And then Lorraine here, the, the, the manager here, which is here. Yeah, and Lorraine Rick. Barry, she looks after us here, but we get too big a group. She brings us down here with whatever we have. Okay. For dances and everything else. And I thanks very much because she looks after us like as if we were part of the family. Yeah, well, you are part and of the part we, of the She is, but uh, oh, she's great. And all the staff here are great as well, by the way. They do everything for us. And, uh, and stuff that comes through that we mightn't see and I'm, I'm looking for one today as well because Barbara, my daughter, told me there's something out and I have it wrote down I have to look for the see how he's have a print out of it. Okay. Uh, she got it on our internet to get it printed out for me today. But we work, I have to say, the community centre and ourselves were like that, were giants. Uh, we wanted to do something on our end Lorraine Barry, you know, that's the manager here. Yeah, Lorraine, yeah. Lorraine will say, why are you doing it down there? Come down to our place. And if we get a band like we did with the last two, the two boys, they come down and we had a party here. Not only did we invite, well, Lorraine and myself put it together to invite everybody 
anybody who was around, Irish yeah. Town, society, everybody. And what would what yeah. would be the occasion be to get the, the the band in there? Would it be someone's birthday? Was it just like a, a, a was it Christmas time? Or? No, we want yeah. music. Right. Okay. We have contacts in there. Don't tell anyone. To... <laughs> we have contacts there as well, and we don't have to wait too long. We do ring them up. Yeah. We give them two weeks notice. They ring us back within two weeks. Yes, this and that, the other, and then we look for whatever we're looking for. Now they will sell us then. Yes, you can have something or one, maybe a band or a music or singing. We had girls in doing a concert for us and all that. We have everything on it from Dublin City Council. Brilliant. Very good to us, they are. Yeah. And uh, Lorraine, Lorraine Barry, I was really going to say Lorraine McGuinness again. Lorraine here, the manager here, she looks after us great on it. So we are looked after very well, I have to say, now from both well, the Dublin City Council and all. And if we get something that's we think it's going to be really biggie, biggie. If I talk to Lorraine here, yeah, or here, she say, "Bring it down here." And sometimes she says, "You're down here, whether you like her or not." Good girl. <laughs> I love the way we talk. That's the way we carry on. So what? What? Like what activities? What? What things did you do over the the, the summer just gone? Now, what would you example for St. Derek? We'd have um, Tuesday afternoon. Right. You have the women and they come all come in there. It'd be up to 20, 30 people maybe in it. And they come in and they have the music for them. I have the music, which was set up for us by the community centre as well. But we bought it. Like, But they come down and keyed it in, done the whole job for us. And we can have the music for them for doing their keep fit. They come in on a Tuesday afternoon. Then when the keep fit's finished, they sit down, they have a coffee or tea or whatever have a little chat and all the rest on that's our afternoon yeah they're also in with us in the bowling leagues well the bowling leagues so the bowling leagues are mixed with women and men <clears throat> and oh, he, yeah. yeah okay so even with the bowling now we have days for bowling as well we have the bowling on Wednesday and we have the bowling on Thursday right so that's an afternoon for nothing in the back hall only bowling now you can play snooker in the front hall that's a section different but that's what goes on all the time we have been in competitions for the Dublin Afternoon Bowling Leagues, but naturally, over the COVID, that was shut down. Naturally, the whole thing stopped. It's only trying to get back into your business again, and it's taken a good bit of time because a lot of the clubs, I think their members are still a little bit afraid of the COVID. And that's my that's only my opinion now, with myself and a few other people that of the clubs that I know. I'm the chairman of that, I believe it or not, as well. But that's well, you've, we you've, 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 we, 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 as I said before, the, the, uh, we, we went on there, we had just a small chat, but that's what we were saying that the, um, the COVID obviously had, had a big effect on huge. members coming back. Yeah, huge effect. Still has. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine now over in uh, Port Marnock only last night, and she has the same problem as well. Half our people are not back yet. Right, okay. They have a big group as well, Port Marnock, around that area. And she was saying to me, the same thing as this, the members, some of the members are afraid to come back still because of the coves. We're not too bad. We're fairly lucky because even with the ladies that have been in the afternoon, most of them are back again. Yeah. And they're in there, they're the music. We put the music on and then they keep fit. And they have a ball in there after that. They also do out and see, we don't interfere with them. I got them to go on their own, have their own committee. 
Yeah. Now, if they wanted to do an outing on a bus or anything else, they carry their own collection and they go out. And if they're stuck, we have a center money that if they want a top up, we give them a top up for their day out. And, and we can go with them or they can go on their own or do what they like on it. We also do holidays. What's that now? Um, and a whole grain now and just, I take a May Poland, two of them. They walk out if they're going to do away for a weekend or away for a week. All oh, right, sorry, yeah, yeah, I didn't understand what you Yeah, so you, yeah. You, 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 you have a, a, say, an excursion going away, say, oh, yeah. for a weekend or yeah. whatever. Oh, very oh, good. Yeah. Brilliant. And we did that, of course, naturally, we have a Christmas time now, we'll have a party, definitely have right. a party. And then any time, any occasion, birthdays or anything else, I hope they're not having another one for me because. I have too many birthdays this week. <laughs> but anyway, that's another day. Um, yeah, we have a good, and we're a good crowd. The girls and all are great. Yeah, they all come in. They get the have you, have you got, sorry to interrupt you there, Derek. Have you got, is it, is it purely um, run by ourselves or have you got any staff in there that does the, the ins and outs and the daily kind of things when you're in there? No, we run. We it's run, voluntary, is we it? We run the thing ourselves. Right. We have our own committee on it. And then we have the women have a section that they want something or they don't, we have a, a, a meeting. Right. And we have a committee meeting. They have the four of the committee for the women. I done that only last year. <coughs> and they will order what they want and then they come in and we'll have a meeting, a committee meeting. Yeah. And then we sort them out. We help them, they help us. And that's the way it goes. So what age... Bracket would uh, would it be, um, Derek, to say either join or maybe what he's having there? And yeah, we're under the Act of Retirement of Ireland and it's supposed to be 50 years of age. Right. But anyone can come into our place. We don't care. The women or the men can come into our place up to 20 years of age. Okay. We don't go down by the names, but to cover them, they should be 50. But we do our own insurance then to cover with it. Excuse <coughs> me. Other than that, we've no problem at all with it. We could be do the insurance for the whole year. It's open to to yeah, to. And we yeah. have the membership. We do membership at the end of the January, the new year. And how, like in regards to say the membership, the membership is a yearly membership, obviously, is it? Uh, once you do the membership of the year, you're a member for the year. Right. Now each section then comes in. It's what they do is each section has their own little kitty. <laughs> In other words, if they want to do something, they have their own little. In other words, they pay in three euro for when they come in. Yeah. And there's a treasurer on their side and they put it into their kitty. So if they want to go on an outing or go up to a hotel for a night out or do whatever they want to do, that's their money. We do the same with the snooker and the bowls. And then if we all want to go away together, we have to fund in the central fund. <laughs> right, okay. We don't go short of money. We make sure everything is done. And we tally up before they all get together. Yes, we do an out. Yeah. Now, we also have a facility from Dublin Bus. Now, it was stopped there for a while, all right, but we got it back again. And we can get a Dublin Bus out to take us out for a night of day for nothing. That's brilliant. Yeah. So the funding is there for you. And you, you, funding, you we have our own funding yeah. as well. The ladies have their own funding. The Keep Fit, we'll say, they have their own funding. Then the bowls have their own funding. The snooker has its own funding. 
I'll take a so join myself. All in the one thing, Dan, <laughs> if we're going for something, everybody contributes into the fund. Yeah. But that's all in the bank. So everyone has their own, they can draw their own. The ladies want to draw their own to go and do what they want to do. They can take their own money out. If they're stuck, they can take some, they have to come to the committee and then we go through the centre and we say, yes, you can take it out of the centre to top up. It's run very well, and I have yeah, a couple, it does. Great, it's, it's, couple of great people on that committee with me. They are very it sounds good. like a, a great service. So what exactly um, have you got planned for the next couple of months, especially with, well, you have Halloween coming up, and then you have Christmas, so obviously you have things ready well, to go. Well, be a party on each, each of them, I can tell you that. Yeah. We don't have one for Christmas, then what we do is we go into the central funds. We go off, and of course, I'm not going to tell you how much drink we buy, but... <laughs> We get whatever the women want and the whole lot. And then we get music in. We get a band in as well on it. And that's where the funds go to have a ball for the Christmas or for the whatever maybe be. We have maybe two. Some of them maybe is retiring or doing something. We do something like that as well on it. Yeah, yeah. We have the funds, so we use the funds. Well, as I said, it's a, it's a fabulous service, you know, and people should kind of take, take uh, advantage of it while it's there, yeah. you know. But... Um, that's what I'm saying. So, Derek, listen, we're gonna we're gonna finish up now. But um, as I said, if anybody wants to um, get in touch with with Derek or the the group or the team or anything like that, do you want to even just give a, a couple of details there, Derek, of where it is yeah. and who to contact? Okay, I, I'm the contact, Derek Morphy. If you need me phone number, I shouldn't be giving it out to everybody, but it's oh eight seven nine seven seven nine three three five. That's my mobile number if you ever want anything urgent. If not, to see why when you see the door open, Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday afternoon or Thursday afternoon, if you want to walk in, you can come in, you can have a look around. And if necessary, if you're a man and you want to play a game of snooker, we like to have a game of snooker, providing that you can play snooker. <laughs> and all because the snooker table is very important because if you do damage... The cover on that table will cost about 5000 or more. So that's how we make sure people know. Uh, regarding the keep fit with the women, you can drop in any time. You don't have to get up and keep fit. You can sit down. You can meet your friends. You can bring in your friends. Or if you have a friend, you don't have to pay for a month to see if you like it. Yeah. And the same goes for coming into the club. You have a month to just walk in. We do have a bit break. Every day, maybe after about an hour and a half to two hours, and we'll have tea or coffee and biscuits. Give us a break, and it lets everybody meet everybody, even if they don't know the people in it. We'll make sure to introduce them. Ladies will do their own introduction to their ladies. We do the same to the boys. And even if you don't want to stay, come in and have a look and stay for a week or a month and see what you think of it. You're having daddy. To, to do, you can walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you like it then, you just sign in, you're a member. The membership only costs a few bob every for the year. And it's no problem. And as you said, the first month, you you, you know, it's a okay. trial. So if you, you don't like it, you can walk away. But if you yeah. do, then you sign up for the yeah. membership for the year. It's giving you an opportunity, an opportunity to see, do I like it? Do I like the people I'm with? Yeah. And do, do, am I happy? If you're happy, you stay there. Yeah. I don't think we ever got anyone to walk away. Touch wood. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, uh, 
we are easy going. And if someone comes in and we don't even know the purpose, it's a man coming in to play snooker, we just say, can you play snooker? Yeah. Well, hold on for the, we finish this game and then we get you in, or if there's a space, we'll take the person in to play. You know, likewise with the women, they'll take them in and they bring in their friends. And I would nearly say, I've said this to some of the women that come the first time. I said, I guarantee when you walk in that door, you'll know some someone. Yeah. Because they're all from all around. Irish Town rings in. And I guarantee you'll know someone. And if you don't, if you want to me, I will bring you in and introduce you. Very good. And you will get it. We have a person, we, we'll have three, four of them. We have four people there that I can rely Well, the whole lot of them. But these people are great for bringing people in to let them feel comfortable. And welcome. And welcome. That's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so as I said, Derek, listen, come here. It's um, it's a great service, and anybody who's interested in uh, joining them, um, Derek is at the leaving a contact there with himself, and any everybody should 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 take advantage of something like that because it's it's just interaction and getting to know people and the services and the, the activities that you do are. Just unbelievable. So, Derek, listen, thanks very much again for dropping in. And please, God, we'll, we'll, we'll have another talk with you at some stage. And you can oh. let us know if uh, the members have came in and you have got up to the standard of where you want to be anyway. Well, once again, I'd like to thank us down here because we've got about, let us see, three, four. We've got one, two, two men, or more, and three women on this conversation the last time so okay. thanks very much to the community centre keep putting it out for us and I would be the happiest person in our, in our oh, yeah, always a pleasure always a pleasure that's all from the community news desk this week many thanks as usual to Dylan on sound and editing from me Mick take care and have a great week